You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. I'm Richie Castellano. Joining me today is my co-host, Jarrett Pressman. Happy Hanukkah, y'all. That's right. Happy Hanukkah. And uh, Andy Ascolis is here. Hello. Andy's lovely wife, Brandy. Hello. And long-returning champion of Van Geek. <laughs> what did he win? I don't know. He won a break from us. <laughs> everything. He won. I won everything. My cousin, Phil Castellano. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks. Uh, what are you watching? It's the uh, Nick Offerman Yule Log thing. Eddie just passed me. Oh, it's, oh, wait, it's, oh, it's like the thing you put on your TV. Yes. Holiday, it's him it's sitting like, next to it. It's oh, that's dope. Explain this. Explain this to people. Right, explain what you're looking at. So Nick Offerman is sitting in a chair. It looks really comfy. <laughs> <laughs> and to his right is a fireplace. It's crackling. I could yeah, hear it. it's totally crackling. And it's just him sitting there. It's amazing. Being all Nick Offerman and awesome. <laughs> He is the spirit of America. This is the edited version. This is looped to 10 hours. This is fantastic. <laughs> is it really? Yes. That's insanely great. I'm just going to put this on my TV later and just leave it there for like a day. When I was, uh, when I was working at AMS I, uh, and I had to like write scripts all day, I... Thank you. Andy's passing his phone around showing everybody uh, uh, beloved actor. Yeah. <laughs> Nick America's Offerman. sweetheart. America's <laughs> beloved actor. This year, I guess. America's sweetheart, Nick Offerman. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he put it. He's resting it against his beer so he can watch Nick Offerman sip scotch by the Yule log. That's really funny. That's great. Um, there's a lot of things on YouTube that are looped. Have you have you ever noticed that? Well, now that there's no more time constraints on it. Yeah, I um, when I used to work at AMS and you know I had regular office hours. If I had a day where I had to like churn out a bunch of scripts. I would put on the 10-hour loop of the idling sound from the USS Enterprise, <laughs> and I'd crank it in my headphones, because you know, everybody in outer space is so productive. Just like white so, noise. Kind of, <laughs> what? Just, just like white noise to just focus. So it's not white noise. Not it's, 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 it's Right. I, I, yeah, I know that's, it is. That's like white noise. But then when no, you hear like... Feel, it's, it's just it's, a constant. It's that comforting sound of you know the next generation. Wouldn't you hear like... Like the no, because because I was I was role playing yeah. I was role playing I was on the uh, Enterprise D on my day off. Ah. So and, and also in this fantasy, I was um I had a high rank, so I didn't have to share quarters with another you know person that kept running in and out and you know interrupting me. Share with us again why you don't have that job anymore. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they, didn't, they, they didn't like when I wore my Starfleet uniform to work. It's like, this helps me write, damn it! <laughs> I liked your excuse for hanging a Katie picture on the wall. You're like, oh, she's holding a guitar. Oh, yeah, I, in my office, um, when I was working there, we moved into uh, like office space, like like 
fabricated office space in a warehouse. It was a warehouse with a tiny box in the warehouse where the office space office was. So it was just bare white walls, and it was sort of depressing. So me and my coworker were like, let's put some stuff up. And, you know, so I had this Spinal Tap poster from home. I said, that's pretty funny. That's music. And, and then, you know, we found um, a Star Wars cantina band uh, poster. That's, you know, that's musical. And then I found a poster of Katy Perry you know, looking insanely hot, but with like a Les Paul playing guitar. I said, that is on point, on message. <laughs> so, like, uh, Richie, uh, I don't know if we uh, we like that hanging on the wall there. They they came in, they looked at it, and they were like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were there other people coming into your fake office? All the time. Oh, okay. But, but every person, you can't understand, this is the music business. So every person was like, yeah, Katy Perry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that poster. <laughs> That's what all Katy Perry's fans sound like. <laughs> yeah, I like um, that poster. But as uh, as Jarrett uh, pointed out, it is now Hanukkah. Uh, happy Hanukkah, Jarrett. Oh, thanks. Uh, happy. It is. Is it to, to you? Is it tomorrow? Because you're today? handsy. Well, Should we be well, lighting candles? When this podcast is going live, it will be. It will be today. Yeah, it'll be already Hanukkah. Oh. Uh, and Wait, um, Philip and I are also. Um, <laughs> no, it's next week. right? No, uh, technically. Stop <laughs> arguing with us Jews. Sorry. We know when it is. Uh, when is it, Jew? <laughs> it's tomorrow. Wow. Hang on, I have to check my Google Calendar. <laughs> I have to check my Google Calendar. <laughs> you know, Philip and I are half Jews. Yes. And we both have Jewish mothers. We each celebrate four days of Hanukkah apiece. That's right. Yeah. But together. Yes. The whole eight days. One fine-looking Jew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... For Hanukkah, uh, now, now, Jared, um, explain. Explain Hanukkah. No, <laughs> every Jewish holiday is about us not dying somehow. If, if, yeah, we we survived. <laughs> that I'm not even joking. That's every. Like, I don't know. I had that every holiday. I had that conversation once with a friend of mine who was a better Jew than than, than both, both of us. <laughs> right? And he was like, he got really offended. So maybe that's offensive. Nah, I'm fine with it. Okay, <laughs> I'll allow it. Are you are you the resident? Uh, you know. I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> Isn't that every holiday? Just living life, so, surviving. <laughs> well. Yeah, every every Jewish holiday is the Walking Dead. Not to bite, not <laughs> not to bite off of uh, Lewis Black's bit, but um, you know, Philip and I and Andy and Brandy, we celebrate Christmas. And you know, what do you do for Christmas usually? Uh, eat a lot with the family. Yes, yeah. you, you open presents. Yeah, right. It's a nice festive thing. What do you do for Hanukkah, Jarrett? Um, you. Well, when I was younger, we used to do presents like every night, yeah, every eight night. Now it's just like, oh, I gotta put that plastic manure in the window. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lewis Black's bit was, oh, hey, the first night, let's light the candle. Oh, the second night, let's light the candle. Third night, all right, enough's enough. <laughs> but um, so uh, not because well, I was gonna say because. You know, you have to celebrate. You get to celebrate Hanukkah instead of Christmas, and that's very sad. I was gonna say that, but that's offensive too. But anyway, um, all your oh gosh, all of your all of your friends um, who love you, uh, they they this put their real, heads. This is a real good setup you got going. <laughs> all your friends who love you and wanted to make sure you had a really extra special holiday instead of your normal holiday of. Ordering Chinese food and staring at the TV with your cat. But that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. No, that's what you're supposed to do during Christmas. Tradition. 
So, instead of that, your friends planned an elaborate thing. I've been getting into the hobby of custom lightsabers. Lightsabers, for those of you who don't know, are props from Star Wars. They're laser swords. Come on. Who doesn't know that? Let's People don't know. Oh, People don't know. I'm just trying to, you know. All right. Sorry. But anyway. Back um, in my day, we used a wrapping paper tube <laughs> and made the sound with our lips. Well, actually, that's, <laughs> that's a good, so I'm true. A, that's a good little uh, <laughs> little side story I could tell because um, the reason I think I'm obsessed with lightsabers, it has nothing to do with penises or anything. It's uh, <laughs> when I was a child, uh, my dad, he... Whenever I said this on the podcast previously, whenever he would get me a toy, he would get two of them, one for me and one for him. <laughs> and, and so what we would do is, you know, when I was like four years old and I was all about Return of the Jedi, he would get, you know, a green lightsaber, like a plastic lightsaber and a red one. Mm-hmm. And he, he had like a gas mask in the house and he'd put the gas mask on and we'd run around my house fighting with lightsabers. I don't know, Phil. I know you're having a hard time picturing my dad running and doing anything, <laughs> but um, it was awesome. Like we would like, like I would jump up on the bed, and and he would like, you know, you have learned much, young one. He would do all the lines. It was sick. So I've always been into it. Uh, but you know, there's a big difference between the toys that we had in the '80s and the toys that the kids in the '90s and 2000s had. You mean when when toys could still kill a kid? <laughs> Oh, I just mean like the lightsaber back then was like a flashlight it, it handle. Didn't, it didn't look right, but it no. could kill you. Yeah, no, it was a flashlight handle with a telescoping plastic tube coming out of it. That's what it was. It looks like the things you got at Disney on ice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now it looks perfect, except it'll fall apart too. Well. So when the '90s, uh, when the well, '90s, 2000s, with the prequel Star Wars movies came out, um, they started releasing these high quality prop replicas because all the kids that were my age when Star Wars came out now had money right. to spend on <laughs> bullshit. So I know my friend Damien, he bought like the lightsaber handle replica. Uh, that's a perfect copy of the movie. It's like a $500 piece signed by James Earl Jones or Mark Hamill, and it's, but it doesn't do anything. You can't play with it. In fact, he's never touched it. It just sits in a glass case and he has white gloves that if he wants to pick it up... Um, but they also made the same like quality handles, but with polycarbonate blades that you could fight with. So everybody saw that I liked that, and then for like Christmas, my friends would get me one, and then when I started going out with Amory, she used to get them for me, and everybody would just get me lightsabers. So I think I bought one of them, and then over the now now I have like six of them because of people who just say, oh, you know, what does Richie want? Get him a lightsaber. So I have this really <laughs> great collection. And I think you had a few too, uh, Jared. I did. Yeah. To necessitate a rack. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> no. Actually, actually, Andy, I think you got me my first lightsaber. Okay. Well, here's what happened. You came. You came over to my house one day when I was at my mom's house, and you go, "Hey, Richie, check it out!" And you had a Luke Skywalker That's lightsaber, right. and I was like, "Holy shit, this is so amazing!" And I'm like. You don't like Star Wars? Why are you playing? He's like, my mom got it for me. I have a lightsaber. I was like, oh my god! And then, like you know, a few 
like months later, it was like Christmas or something, and all my friends they got me of the Darth Vader that's one. Right, that's right. And then we dueled, and we we quickly broke both of ours. Exactly. <laughs> right? Mine, you know, mine not, broke very quickly. They're not meant for dueling. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know, I've. They I've, look you, so cool that we were like, wow, you yeah, could so probably cool. like play with them like for real because this is high quality stuff. Yep. And it actually wasn't. Polycarbonate, plastic <laughs> and steel, aluminum uh, <laughs> machined handles. Oh, my God. But now I know Phil has, a, has quite a bit of them. Yep. You had one and you had a few. Right? I had a few, but I sold them a, uh, a while back because so I needed some money. Jarrett sold them a while back and now Jarrett's a responsible. What brand, what brand was that? that Master was the, Replicas. That was the Master Replicas one. Yes. And then Master Replicas, got that company got sold or bought or bought. No, Somebody. The licenses, the Star Wars licenses, got transferred to Hasbro. But Master Replicas used to make other things too. Yeah, like, but they don't, they don't make anything anymore. Really? I don't think so. They're done. Yeah. Huh. Um, right. They made other movie stuff. Right. They, well, I have another Master Replicas. I have a uh, Sting of Lord of the Rings sword that I got for Amory. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Um, they made something that I really wanted for the longest time, which was they made full size, um, like uh, Kermit the Frog and Animal and Gonzo. Really, like oh. f- like exactly oh, yeah, as cool. they would come off, you know, like from the Henson Studios and stuff. But they were like six, seven hundred dollars. Jeez, oh, I thought you were gonna say thousand. Yeah. But you know, the funny, like the funny thing is because we were kids when all that stuff was happening, and now we have jobs and we can and we have we can you know a three or four hundred dollar toy isn't really out of the question, right? Which is dangerous, right? But um, so Jarrett, being the responsible adult that he is, he sold his lightsabers, and and we haven't thought about it, and I didn't really. Play with my lightsabers for a long time. You know, the last Star Wars movie came out in 2005. It's 10 years ago. You know, I haven't really been touching them. They've been, I have like a little rack that I put them on, and that's that. <laughs> um, and now that The Force Awakens is coming out, um, everybody's starting to get the fever again. And Phil's been playing with his. I've been taking mine out. We've been going online, learning how to mod them. We found a company that makes like really high end, you know, high performance ones. We're like going crazy. And so me and Phil are going nuts every day. Like he's taking my stuff apart, replacing the LEDs with high-powered LEDs and stronger blades and, and all this stuff. And and Jared would come over and like look at our sabers <laughs> longingly, go like, you know, he'd, he'd hold the saber in his hand and be like, oh, hmm. too bad I like to pay bills. And, uh, <laughs> I need to pay rent. And, yes, and I don't want to. Unfortunately, and I need to buy cat food and all these things. So, are you painting me out to be this like schlub? <laughs> no, you're a man that pays his bills. <laughs> you're a responsible adult. You yeah. live in a dark studio apartment with a cat, and, and you're and alone, you're not, and you're not starving your cat. <laughs> you're paying your bills and not starving. You're your very cat. responsible. <laughs> so, you know, and and then you'd be talking to me like, oh, you know, I really like these sort of like sleek design lightsabers but you know I'm not going to buy them. Yeah. But oh, you know it'll be awesome. I and then you one day you sent me a picture of like the ThunderCats lightsaber and you went, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god." It's <laughs> like there's what? a company what? that makes the sort of omens and it's a lightsaber. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god cuz you know, the ThunderCats we did, did you watch ThunderCats Andy? Of course. Yeah, like when uh, people around our age like that was the shit. You watched He-Man and then later on the ThunderCats. Yeah. Um so, you know, you sent it to me, you sent it to another one of our friends at that picture saying, you know, Convince me why I shouldn't buy this. Yeah. You know, like, um, so I got sick and tired of you looking at my shit and being like, <laughs> "Oh, this is oh, the way that I get you to do things uh, for me." Oh, you know, oh, I guess I'll never have this. <laughs> so I got like a text message thread going, and I started with um, our friends Adam and Nicole, who are who hang out with Jarrett a lot, and I said, "Hey." Um, 
I think we should. And you know how Jared always does nice things for everybody, and you do. You're a good guy. You always get little gifts for people and say, "Oh, hey, I was I thought of you. Oh, here's a T-shirt I made because you know this is a you know, like for for a while, um, me and you before they cast uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, we said Katy Perry should be Wonder Woman. We made <laughs> Katy Perry T-shirts, and we made Katy Perry T-shirts as Wonder Woman, and you just gave me one, and, yeah. I said, and that's great. And we don't really exchange gifts. We're 35 years old, right? So um, we used to, but from a, again from a financial standpoint, we were just like. All right, well, we could keep doing this, which is fun, but then it's just like, eh, why don't we just save our money? And it's like, I, get, I give you $50 worth of bullshit, you give me $50 worth of bullshit, and we're both out $50, and we both have bullshit that we don't need. <laughs> to be fair, the span when you were giving people uh, uh, porno parodies was a, was, a pretty good, <laughs> was a pretty good running time. Okay, so one year... Um, <laughs> no, it was two years in a row. I did that two years in a row? Yeah. Okay, so, well, the first time I did it, I had this great idea that... I would figure out what everybody's favorite movie is, and I would give them the corresponding porn parody. That's fantastic. Um, so I think um, my friend who liked Lord of the Rings, he got Whore of the Rings. <laughs> what did you get, Jarrett? Uh, the first year you gave me Hung Wankenstein. Yes, because you were a fan of Mel Brooks. Yes. Correct? <laughs> okay. uh-huh. um, and then, and then, the, and then the second year you gave me Naughty America and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Which just seems like they kind of gave up on titles. Uh, I think one was The Phantom Anus. Yes. Um, uh, I can't remember the other ones. But, but yeah, so we used to exchange gifts, oh, but we haven't the, done it uh, in a while. Night of the Giving Head. That was, that was one. Now they're just like, <laughs> Justice League, a porn parody. Yeah, they don't even try to be clever anymore. That's Star why Wars. I stopped. Yeah. No, no, Aww. I stopped because the first year I laughed, and the second year I remember giving it to Tony Hansen, and he looked at me like, Oh, you you did this again, huh? <laughs> I was like, "Come on, you know you watched the movie." <laughs> but anyway, the second year I did. Black. I had black chicks. <laughs> um, so I, I I got this like huge text message thread going, and um, we all agreed to chip in for this, you know, really ridiculously expensive <laughs> toy. Um, it's uh, nice though. The sword, it, it's the Thundercats' uh, main character, Lino. He has a sword called the Sword of Omens. It's a powerful weapon, whatever. Mm-hmm. But this company, Ultra Sabers... Not whatever. It's, it's the Sword of Omens. <laughs> it's the Sword of Omens. Okay. Sorry. He's Sorry, low. Andy. Richie, he's Lord of the Thundercats. <laughs> he is. So this company, Ultra Sabers, who makes high-end lightsaber props and you know uh, replicas, they made their own version of that which is a lightsaber that looks like the Sword of Omens, but has a regular blade and sounds that light up, and you know it's really cool. Um, so we chipped in and we got it, and I had this whole elaborate thing planned. Um, Not that, to cut you off too, like you were just like, oh, I started this text message chain. You started a text message chain with eight other people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we were and we're like, how are we gonna give it to him? Like, oh, maybe we'll just you know have like a little get together and give it to him. And then I said, no, 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 no. We're gonna have like a game day, and uh, and that game Artemis that we like to play the you know the bridge simulator we all really it's like a role playing sort of I said but we're gonna do a Star Wars version, and the setup was gonna be that we're smugglers and one of us is a Jedi and it's gonna be a random uh, chance that one of us is a Jedi but I told everybody but Musk gonna be the Jedi. <laughs> And then at the end, Darth Vader, one of us dressed up as Darth Vader is going to come in and challenge the Jedi, the mystery Jedi, to a duel and then say, we found 
we found your lights. We found your lightsaber, you know, hidden away on the ship. And then you sound way better than the Darth Vader in Star Wars Battlefront, by the way. I do. I do. I do. Um, go on. And uh, we gotta show you that later. Yeah. And then when whoa. And then when you uh, open the case, you would see your Thundercats one, and you would cry, and I would and, and I would videotape it, and I would laugh, and then we'd hug, and it would be great. But as the date approached, you were like, "Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. You know, I got to work." And I'm saying, and I'm saying, dude, you know, I know we usually go a long time. This is only going to be like a two-hour thing, man. And he's going, "Yeah, but you know, I kind of got to wake up early the next morning, and I'm going to hate myself if I if I don't get enough sleep." I said, "Jared, this is going to be so much fun, man. You should come. I promise you, you won't regret it." I said, "He goes, yeah, but you know, I you know, I feel bad enough that I can't play." Uh, but, you know, don't make me feel bad about this. But I was like, I'm not making you feel bad. I'm just saying, just just swing by. You know, we'll start playing. You swing by and just participate. We have a really cool part for you. We want you to play. And he's going, right. And, he then, goes, and then it continues. He's going, why the hell would you make the part for me? You know, you know I can't. I was like, you know, no, but we really kind of need you to come and do this, you know. Yeah. And he's going like, ah, you know, don't count on me, but maybe I'll show up. Like, right, right. I'm like, no, 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 but you kind of have to show up. I said, I don't want to give spoilers, you know, I don't know spoilers, but you kind of got to show up to, ah, uh, you know, count me out. I remember we were recording a podcast and you were yep. like, yeah, so I was talking to Tony about your part, you know, yeah. for this thing. And it's really going to be good. You yeah. got to make it Yeah, happen. we'll see. When, and, and then like, <laughs> so, you know, a few days before, he's totally bailing. And I'm, I'm on a text message group to everybody going, fuck, fuck, he can't make it. He can't make it. And, uh, and then everybody's like, well, you know, that was, everybody set this time aside to do it because it was a Sunday. Everybody's usually free on Sundays and we were going to do it. So this whole elaborate thing that me and Tony were planning uh, went out the window and then our friend Adam Hecht, who we have to get on the show, uh, oh, yeah. he said, he goes, I got a better idea. Why don't we just all go to his house, throw the lightsaber in the house and say, here you go. Thanks for ruining your surprise, jerk, and then leave. <laughs> I, and, and he said that as a joke and I said, that's an excellent <laughs> idea. We should do that. And then and Phil uh, was like, "Yes, Adam's ideas are way better than yours." <laughs> <laughs> so, well, because Adam's idea takes uh, two or three hours less than uh, router uh, routing uh, wireless signals at, at Phoenix Studios. And it's a little bit mean and, too, <laughs> just a little bit. So, on Sunday night, <laughs> uh, was it six or seven of us? Yeah, yeah there was eight of you. Oh, eight of us. Oh. Right, because I said we could have been a menorah. <laughs> we knock on Jarrett's door. And he opens the door in shorts, house slippers, and a robe. <laughs> Couldn't have been better. And he's like, what are you doing here? And I walk in. And I just you, walk in. No, you, you walk said- in. You're like, do you have food? Yeah. And then eight of us walked in. And, you know, like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. No, like a clown car. Yeah. I didn't know how many more people were coming. And we all just sat there. And Adam is like, what do you got? You know, you have to entertain your company. Hung- <laughs> we're hungry. We're hungry. And Jared's just sitting there like. Why are you here? <laughs> I was so tired from work, and I had to get up at four to drive. Yes, we've to heard that part. To Queen, Queen, Queen. And it was just—it's it was, such a horrible life. You no, but you and you guys were just sitting there staring at me, and I'm like, "All right, this is funny, but like, why?" No, <laughs> we, well, we. Adam and I had a plan. We said. I was like, so what do we do? We just sit there for five minutes and give it to him. I said, what if we sit there until he gets like visibly angry and then we give it to him? And Adam's like, that's a better plan. So we were, so we were just sitting there like, and, and just being awkward and waiting until you got like – and at one point you just left. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
We did it! We did it! <laughs> Jackpot! Good job, guys. High because five. we were sitting there and you guys were like, oh, so we want to tell you what we're going to do. And we figured since you canceled your plans, we'd come over here and hang out. What do you got to eat? And I was like, all right, I get it. It's funny, but I was kind of angry because like, I was like, eight of you just came into my home unannounced. And then you were like, uh, so do you want to hear the story of what, uh, what, what we were, were going to do? do before you ruined it? <laughs> you know, before you ruined it. And I was like, yeah, sure. And then you started explaining it and I just got up. I was like, that sounds great. And I was like, and I just walked out of the, the, the living room. I'm oh, sorry. Amory just walked down. Bye, Amory. Bye. Have a good gig. I just, wanna, I just wanted to say goodbye without saying goodbye. It's okay. And My wife's playing a gig tonight. That's not why, that's why she's not on the show. And she's sick. And she has to support the family <laughs> while I'm, I'm doing sick. podcasts. All right, so. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Don't worry. But uh, but so you were all sitting there and you were like, want to hear the story? And I was like, yeah, sure. And then you started talking and I was like, yeah, that's great. And I just walked out and I walked into my bedroom. I was like, I don't think he's coming back. I'm going to my room. <laughs> and I and I hung out with Adam and Nicole last night and they were and re- and he said that you and him were like, okay, is this it? Is he mad enough? <laughs> <laughs> that's what we should have recorded. The behind the scenes on our end. Yeah, I said when you left, we should have left it on the couch and just left. Left. Yeah, that's what yeah, that's what Adam said last night too. But so then I came back into the living room, and uh, you were like, "So we were gonna do this thing," and and you basically told the story you just told, where you were like, "Somebody was gonna be a Jedi, whatever," and you were gonna give you the, you were gonna give you this, and you were gonna be the Jedi. Yeah. And that, like my eyes like opened up like super wide. Oh, oh Andy's playing on his phone. This is not real. I stopped. Wait to tell the rest of the story. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad he had it. That's but I know I have it too. But it's like I was like, why? Why is this in my house? I don't know. Like, I told Adam last night. I said I couldn't. I couldn't. My brain couldn't process it. And I, the thing I equated it to was, you guys were all in my living room all at the same time, and I wasn't prepared for that and it was like seeing your teacher at the mall like during the summer no, you said and you're like you're out of place you're not supposed to be in here you said is this an intervention <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that was weird right we were like yeah we were going to play this and you ruined our day by not coming to play with us so we're gonna ruin your day we're, we're by your s- evening by sitting here Weirdly. ruining your me time <laughs> so um we gave it to you. We told you because we all love you and we want you to be happy and have your own lightsaber and stop looking at mine covetously. <laughs> and um, and that's it. And then we left. And then you texted me. He's like, I cried when you left. I was like, fuck, I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> like the, whole, the whole point of me doing this is to make you cry in front of everybody. Because you did. You guys all left. And then I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. <laughs> like, what, what am I supposed to like, You're supposed to cry. I'm, and I got, I, uh, the, not to bring down the show, and, I, and I'll just, I'll make it quick, but I got to your ride because, like you said, you know, I don't do, like, I do things for people because I care about them, and, you know, that's the way that I am, and it was the way that I was raised and stuff, but very few people, because me and my family don't really exchange gifts anymore, and my family's kind of spread apart, so we don't really do the holidays and stuff too much together, and, you know, and everybody now is married and has babies and all this kind of stuff, so I, I don't get to hang out with everybody all together all at once, and it's very rare that eight and nine people came in, oh no, sorry, eight people came in, and collectively were just like, sure, here buddy, we love you. Yeah. You know, so that that was nice. We're, we're pretty great. And now I have We are awesome. And then, <laughs> and then the next day I texted Richie and I said, so I contacted the company you bought it from, and I think I'm going to I think I'm gonna buy the expanded battery pack, and I'm going to buy a new soundboard, and I think I'm going <laughs> to... Well, that's the cool thing, because it's... Um, 
at first I was like, oh great, there's something wrong with it, or Jarrett's not happy. But then I was like, you know what? This is this is like a customizable hobby, and and everything's modular, and you can change things. So I, I'm leaving yeah. it alone. I honestly, honestly, the only thing I did is I bought like a couple little accessories for it. I I mounted it up, and and I got new batteries for it, and. Maybe the, in total, that was maybe like 50 bucks. Yeah. You know, for everything, which is much better than the incredibly expensive cost of that actual lightsaber. But, but you know, that, so there's a, if, if this is anywhere interesting to you, the listener, uh, you can go to uh, ultrasabers.com, which is the, the company that makes uh, Jarrett's lightsaber. It's called the uh, uh, Omen. The Omen. Um, or you can go to saberforge.com, which is another high-end company. There's a bunch of other ones. Um, another favorite website of mine uh, for this particular hobby is thecustomsabershop.com. Uh, they have all these cool little parts that you can, you know, customize and modify your your stuff, even the stuff you bought from the store. Uh, and which brings me to my next point. If you're doing any holiday shopping, please use the Band Geek Amazon link. It helps us tremendously. What you do is you go to uh, riotcast.com slash bandgeek and at the top of the page you'll see an Amazon banner. Before you do any of your shopping and as Brandy pointed out, before you add to the cart, that's right. please go to this link. What I do is I bookmark it on my uh, web browser mm-hmm. so I just click the link and I, uh, you know, and then a small percentage of your purchase goes to supporting our show and it helps us keep doing what we're doing and we totally appreciate it. Uh, also, while you're at it, if you listen on Stitcher or if you listen on iTunes or wherever you listen, please rate the show and leave comments because that lets other people know about the show and it's a great way to spread the word. Um, it's Christmas. Buy some stuff. Buy some shit. <laughs> Give us a commission. I got shit here. I'm trying to sell. You could also go to the newly revamped Castellanos House of Music.com. Oh, right. Okay. I know I got a lot of musicians listening to this show. Um, check it out. I just spent the last like six months revamping my dad's website. It's CastellanosHouseOfMusic.com. Uh, this is basically, you know, the online version of a mom and pop music store. This is my dad's store. This is basically the inventory of the store. So if you want to get anything from like small stuff like strings or you know uh, accessories or pedals, you know, you can go there and get it, or you can get um, guitars and basses and you know, bigger items, and it's. I think the way we have it set up is free shipping on every on orders over thirty dollars. So it's a pretty nice. good deal. Yeah, that is a good deal. And uh, and you'll find the prices are right up there, competitive with everything else you'll see on the web. So if you want to come give the, uh, if you want to come check out the family business, uh, <laughs> actually, Phil, you work at the store too. Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> so let me ask you something, uh, Phil. While you're here, do you find that? Working with BOC and having to do um, guitar repair under pressure uh, has affected your uh, abilities at the store of being a repairman. Um, let's see. That's a good question. It kind of it kind of made me better. At, yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay, thanks for. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, no, no, it's like it's because the first time you, the first time like I was on the road, you broke you broke a string, had to change that, and I was like freaking out, and it's yeah. like you know now I'm like oh I gotta. Change all sticks on a Floyd Rose in like two songs, like maybe like a song or something like that, you know. You've done that. That's <laughs> yeah, I've scary. done that. I've definitely done that. You know, Phil's dad, who we had on the show, is a is an engineering genius, and I'm starting to see shades of that from Phil with some of the crazy shit that you're doing. So, yeah. you're an impressive young fella, Philip. My thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Now you're just turning into a dick at the store. Somebody brings in a guitar, they're like, I don't know how to, and you're I, like, give it. I, yeah. no, I actually have like a <laughs> small it. following now. It's like, oh, you're going to be there Friday? You're going to be there Thursday? You're there, when are you going to, uh, you're there now? <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I know a lot of great guitar, you know, repair people and technicians, but you know, you know what it is? I think, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, Phil, I think because you, um, you sort of grew up with me, uh, and my taste rubbing off on you that we, we play the same guitars pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, and basically, like, now you set up guitars exactly the way I want it to be set up. So I don't know if that has anything to do with me or if that's just, you know, you're just great at it. Yeah. You know? But it's like, <laughs> no, but other people set up, like... Yeah, my, pretty awesome. Like, my dad will set up a guitar, for example, and the action will be too low for me, right? And really, when you set up a guitar, you kind of want the action to be low, but... I like a little bit of fight in the string. You know, I want it to be a little It's a high. personal thing. I, I actually set up your guitars a little different than I do mine. Yeah. Really? I do. Yeah. Do tell. Um, my, act- my action on my guitars are a little lower. I kind of like a little buzz on mine. Like a little, really? I like a little buzz. Like, so if I'm playing it, just hanging out, it has like a little bit of like natural distortion. Is that weird? That's, like, no, it's not weird. Yeah, oh, so you've just been placating me. <laughs> no, I do, your, I, do, I do yours how it, like, how the correct way. I do, I do mine kind of my own way. So. All right. So, yeah, but I... If you know, if you ever need a guitar setup, I definitely say Phil's the man. Thanks, buddy. And um, how has how has what have you learned about both? This is an Andy and Phil question. Okay. Um, now Buck Dharma has a very strange guitar. Um, does that require any unique skills to be able to to work that one? All I know is I got a Steinberger lesson on how to change strings from Buck Dharma himself. So wow, that's dope. Yeah, My first so time. Did I. So yeah, did I too. So, so we don't we don't hire experienced technicians. <laughs> we we yeah. actually have to train them ourselves. It was great. That was like a that was an experience. That's like a specialty instrument. Yeah. That's the that's the thing. Does it, did Eric give you his uh, signal routing uh, lesson? Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's, yeah. No, Eric's Eric always laughs because I have I'm, my rig's not that bad. I mean, no, you're fine. Um, my rig, I I but I have like two or three devices between my guitar and the amp. Donald has about 17 devices, and I'm not even exaggerating. Would you say it's about right? No. How many? How many? How many devices does Don have between his guitar and the amp? I don't know. You, you should, should know. know. You built that pedal board. All right. I usually don't get quizzed when I have to figure this stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. This is live five, on Ben Geek. Six, seven, uh, eight. Eight pedals or eight, eight devices? Uh, seven pedals. Eight, eight, uh, a preamp, and That's then eight. a power amp, yep, and then a load Project box, verb. load box, yep. then a uh, effects unit, and then another amp and a cabinet. So about eleven. Well, you said before the amp. Okay. Oh. Um, oh. but you know, Eric always jokes because we have these complicated setups, and he's literally plugged into the amp, and that's it. His wireless is the only thing besides the amp that he uses. He used a pedal once. Doubled my setup time. <laughs> that's a Sam Judd joke. That, that, is, that, that joke goes back to 1976. <laughs> he said, supposedly, he told me that one day, because Eric's always had a very like straightforward rock and roll guitar setup, and he supposedly, he said one day he brought in a fuzz pedal, and his tech said, oh, you're doubling my setup time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny. Um, so right before we did... Uh, anyway, just to take it back for a second. Right before we, we did Band Geek today, um, 
Jarrett brought over his Hanukkah present, <laughs> and uh, and Philip just converted a uh, beautiful Darth Maul lightsaber for me and brought over his brand new saber forge one. And I had a couple extras, and we were all fighting with them. And uh, Jarrett said, "You know, we need choreo." Oh, Brandy said, "We need choreography." <laughs> and Jarrett said, "Well, you know, Richie and Phil have a little choreography thing." Now, if you go to Phil's Facebook page, that's just Phil Castellano. Yeah. He he posted yeah. a video, and also on my Instagram, I posted this, which is just Richie Castellano on Instagram. I posted a video of me and Phil in my backyard doing this pretty awesome uh, lightsaber, like fifteen second duel, and I put like sound effects on it and and lens flares and clashes. You should retweet that. Yeah, I'll, re- I'll redo that. Yeah. And, um, and so we worked on this thing and we got it. So Jared said, you know, Richie and Phil had this choreography they do. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, guys, let me show you how it's done. <laughs> and, and me and Phil started doing it. And then there's this one like really fast sequence at the end. And as I went to go charge him, I fell completely on my ass. <laughs> no, no f- as flat on my ass as you could possibly fall. <laughs> it was, if no, you it, it was like, ching, ching, bloop. <laughs> if you need a visual of what it looked like from our end, watch any of the falling down in Home Alone. <laughs> I can't believe no one was recording it. Any of that whoop, boom. Yeah, no, it totally was. It was so fast. I would have made a gif out of that. <laughs> Just me falling. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you got up pretty fast from the lightsaber incident. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hardy. <laughs> you just kind of roll up. I'm not particularly fast or strong, but I'm pretty uh, pretty hardy. I'm a hardy guy. Unlike me. Richie, go get my mother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Before Jarrett was muff when he was a kid, I used to call him Bones. Because anytime we tried to do any physical activity, he'd break a bone. <laughs> and we were we were walking home from school one day, and, and I think it was just it was snowing and icy. And we were just like, aha, we're, we're 11. Let's throw snowballs at each other. And I went to go throw a snowball on you, and I wiped out, like, Home Alone style. But, like, I, I felt like I broke my back <laughs> because my school bag, like, went right into my spine. <laughs> and luckily we were, like, a block from my house. And I went, Richie, go get my mother. <laughs> get my mother. And then Richie wrote a rap about it. I did? Yeah. What? I have the lyrics somewhere. Do you okay. have the actual we'll, we'll, rap? We'll, we'll, we'll perform this on the show one day. <laughs> I have it somewhere. I, I have to look it up. <laughs> I, and then it, after like a few you know bad breaks with with Muff, he became uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Unbreakable. <laughs> no, he he became like we'd play sports, and I'm not an athlete, but I would play just to be outside. And he's like, I'll be the I'll be the referee. I'll be the umpire. I'd be like, you'd always be the uh, officiator. No, that wasn't because of my bones. That's because I always get to get diarrhea. But <laughs> <laughs> she called my mom. Tell her call my mom. I need a new. I need a change of clothes. Have to call her from the nurse's office, tie a sweatshirt around my waist. Aww. Oh. Did that actually happen? No, but that's what happens to girls when they get their period, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Why are you looking at me? You're the only. You're the oh, only right, with, I forgot. Like, lady parts I'm the here. representative vagina tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Did we all just look at you really quick? No, dude. <laughs> Seriously, that's not how it happened for me, though. I wasn't wearing white pants either. So. Brandy, tell us what it's like to become a woman. Oh. It's a magical time. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> it's terrible. To be a woman. <laughs> and now, the end is near. <laughs> what okay. you doing? Um, well, <laughs> did you want to? What you looking for? Did you did you want to see that that trailer we were talking about? Yes. Oh. Ooh. I want to watch it again. Okay. Um, 
I don't think I've seen it. I don't like to watch trailers for things I'm going to see. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean, so I'll do it. You but... definitely shouldn't watch this one then. Oh, yeah. Okay, Because it's spoilerific. It's fine. Um, I watched a trailer to a movie that's coming out that I'm very excited about, Batman vs. Superman. And... Is it Batman? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sorry. my God. What? I'm so condescending. Uh-huh. Is it Batman? And... Richie talks about. You don't realize how much Richie talks about Batman. Sure, I do. That's why we're friends. Richie, <laughs> Richie has Richie has imaginary arguments with people about how Batman is a better guitar player than Jimmy Page. What? That's not an imaginary argument. That's a real argument. <laughs> <laughs> Richie's face got so serious right there. That's a real argument that I had with Danny Miranda, and it he got is, really angry. It is. He got really tell, angry. Tell that story. Why? why? <laughs> oh, really? No, I'm going to get so much hate mail if I tell that story. <laughs> From who? I can't wait. I'm going to see Danny next week, too. <sighs> okay. Uh, I know I'm going to get shit for this. You can always take it out later. I mean, uh, do you... What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just do it. I'm not the world's biggest Led Zeppelin fan, okay? <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is anyone here at the stink? Is anyone here a really big Led Zeppelin fan? No. Okay. <laughs> We're amongst friends. Touche, Brandy. Thank you. Touche. The collective podcast audience just went. Boo! Sorry, Viewers heft. <laughs> no, you know what the thing is? Look, obviously, you know, th- those are amazing songs. Black Dog, Communication, Breakdown, Rock and Roll, Stairway to Heaven, you know, they're those are rock staples, and they're. Do you know what? I have a I have a good way of okay, putting this. Why? What? What? <laughs> what? I have a good way of putting this. As a uh, student of music, uh, I think I think uh, you try to learn as much as you can from as vast genres and amounts of people, and I think you learn things from different people, and it to a to like a musician. You could say you could separate everything. So you could say like Led Zeppelin. I'm not a fan of the guitar playing, but I am of the songwriting. So as a student, you learn songwriting technique from them. You don't necessarily learn guitar technique from them or something like that. And then I, you say because because you could like separate that. And then as a fan of music, sometimes you you don't understand that we separate stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, well, I'll take that a step further because and okay, classic example. Uh Phil, <laughs> you you don't like Jimi Hendrix. Ah, boo. boo! Why would you tell him this? Twenty five percent loss again. You don't hate Jimi Hendrix. No. You don't think Jimi Hendrix is bad. No. It's just. I just not for me. Not for you. Um, and that's another. Like, thing. I would never when, say the guy sucks though, because that's yeah. like I wouldn't say that. No. Yeah. Um, because then you'd be racist. Yeah. Um, so but <laughs> wow. if you, if you, <laughs> wow. No. Um, but I get that because, for example, okay, Jeff Beck, right? I think Jeff Beck's a wonderful guitar player. I can't do anything that Jeff Beck does. Can't touch Jeff Beck, but Jeff Beck is not really part of my vocabulary. And in sort of forging my own style, that's not one of the ingredients. Right. I can listen to it and I can appreciate it, but that's like, like for me, you know, I, I personally, I'll take a little Brian May, a little Eric Clapton, a little Joe Walsh, mm-hmm. little Ingve Malmsteen, maybe mm-hmm. a little Richie Blackmore, and that's like kind of my little stew that I have going on there. And and that's okay, you know. Not every guitar player should sound like every other guitar player. You should sort of right. try to make your own little combination. But 
But at the same, but also real quick, you could also imitate all the people that you not not imitate. Well, we had a big discussion with Hanan about this. You should you should emulate's a better it's, word. Yeah, but you know what? I I do that quite a bit. Like I I get asked to mimic things. Right. And if, so if, yeah. if someone gives you a strat and say play a Hendrix or a Stevie Ray Vaughan thing, you could do that. Yeah. Even though those those guys I could do it to a certain extent. I'm not like right. there are people who do it right. perfectly. I could right. I can do it into a to a, a passable level where the client will be happy. Um, but the th- the thing is, growing up, see, now that we're adults, m- music, and especially we're adult, adults who play music for a living, uh, I hate to say this word, but we become sort of dispassionate about it to the point where like, okay, what does this gig require me to do? And let me try to do it as good as I can. And as opposed to when you're a kid, you say, this is the greatest band ever, and everybody else sucks. You know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. So as a kid, when I would be like, Queen is better than Led Zeppelin, you know, and people are like, what? <laughs> you know, you'd have the, all like, I think Steve Howe is better than Jimmy Page. What? <laughs> right. Like, people's heads are explode. Yeah. How dare you say that? That's treason, you know? Right, right. And you, and because when you're a, a bastard, you know, 13, 14 year old, you, uh, you want to, you want to compare and it's a competition and things have to be better. This thing has to be better than that thing. So, um, I always know I can get a rise out of people with the Jimmy Page thing. Right. Whether I really think that or not is irrelevant, but especially like, um, like, you know, okay, for example, you know when you watch MTV Cribs and the rappers have Scarface on loop in their house, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you go to Danny Miranda's house, he has the song remains the same on loop. <laughs> I shit you not. His house, I think he has one DVD. You know what I mean? And it's just the song remains the same on loop. So, you know. Does he also have a butler named Delicious? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Danny Miranda, okay, and here's another thing. When Danny subs for us and he, he plays with us, he fucking abuses me <laughs> nonstop. He starts like, like I'll start off, oh, Danny, you know, it's so great to have you here. You know, oh, we're going to have a lot of fun, all stuff. And then he just starts abusing me. He goes, you know, like, I'll be at, I'll be, you know, at the airport and I'll be sitting there waiting and I'll be reading a Batman comic book because... Why are you reading fucking Batman? You know what I mean? That's, that's for children, you asshole. You know? <laughs> That's pretty. And then I'll say like I'll say Batman is a better guitar player than Jimmy Page, and he, and, and he explodes. <laughs> what? 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 And I, I can't remember what my what, what my what, what my rationale was. I, oh, and, and, but he just kept on saying like Jimmy Page is a human being. <laughs> Batman is a fantasy. <laughs> Batman doesn't exist. Wait, but that would seem to be that Batman would be a better guitar player. Okay. He's not oh, even real. No, no, no. This is what. This is what. This I'm is on Richie's I remember. I remember my my logic, and I feel bad about saying this now because <laughs> and now it's public and not in the heat of like an airport <laughs> battle when I'm trying to aggravate somebody. Okay. Okay. Disclaimer. I didn't act. I don't actually believe this, but I said this because it was making somebody angry and it was amusing me at the time. Um, so, <laughs> I said. If you believe that Jimmy Page is a great guitar player, then I can believe that Batman is real. That's what I, that's what I said to him. That's what I said to him. I apologize. Obviously, Jimmy Page is a legend. Obviously, he's you know written you know th- hundreds of songs that are all amazing. I've written no songs that are amazing. So and no, no one walks around singing any of my guitar solos. So okay, you know all hail Jimmy Page. However, in, the, in, this, in this particular moment. 
When I was really trying to get under somebody's skin, I said that if you think that Jimmy Page is a great guitar player, then Batman's, I can think Batman's real. I was like, and you know what? If Batman played guitar, he would be better than Jimmy Page. Right. Because he has the resources, he has the will, the determination. He would practice. He would go to you know, he would go to Asia and find some like kung fu guitar master, and he would come back and he wouldn't be a master of guitar. <laughs> But he wouldn't be able to play with any band correctly because he'd always be eight bars ahead everybody else. Ah. Right. No, he'd be able to anticipate the changes. Oh. Oh. I knew you were going to the four court. <laughs> I knew it. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> he'd yeah. stay in the back cave and practice a lot. The song, um, the song you're supposed to go to the five court. <laughs> but I saw from your body language that you were moving to the four court. Am I blue? Am I blue? <laughs> that's a that's a deep pull right now. That's a deep pull. Oh god, that's, that's so Batman the Because that shows that Batman can do anything. He actually yeah. can. Okay, yeah, uh, and that okay, perfect See? example. This <laughs> this this reinforces my point here. <laughs> In Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> no, there's a Justice League cartoon. Oh, Justice League uh, Unlimited. Unlimited. Um, Batman, at one point, had to tail a lounge singer. And he, and every night, he had to, like, you know, follow this guy. And it was undercover watching this guy sing. So, naturally, after doing this for months, he became an expert singer. Yeah. And then in the episode, he had to uh, sing in order to free Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he sang, Don't we all? blue, you'd be too... <laughs> Ain't these tears in my eyes? I sang that at Band Geek Live. Oh, that's right. That's because right. of Batman. You can. Oh wait. Are you playing it? Andy's bringing it up. Hey, here you go. Is this from Batman the Animated Series? No, this is the Justice League. Am I blue? Am I blue? That's Batman's. <laughs> And he's and in his batch outfit. In a nightclub. And if you don't watch it on YouTube, everybody is just like so, like, star, like, mesmerized. Mesmerized, there you go. If each plan that you had gone fell through, <laughs> there was a time. That's Zatanna and Cersei crying. But now I'm the sad and lonely one. Beautiful. Adios, adios. He can stop now. Not on your life. I should say. That's great. So Batman can do anything. Yes. Okay, so. Yes, Bat. I okay. I accept that Batman is a fictitious character, and the, and the Force is not a real thing. But you know, this is this was a pisser of an argument to have at six a.m. in the airport with, with with a clearly agitated Danny Miranda. Oh man, it was great. Oh man. Um, okay, speaking of Batman, <laughs> let's watch this fucking trailer and we'll comment on it. Okay. You gotta plug it back in. Oh, plug it back in. Yes. Plug it back in. Plug this back in. Phil, plug this back in. Plug this back in here. <laughs> I have to plug right, it again. Good. I have to plug it back in. Everybody can see it, please. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, 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 it works. Oh wait, no, it doesn't work. Hold on. Hey, good. Okay, so Brandy has never seen this, or maybe she has. I don't know. But we're gonna react to it. It's a green screen. <laughs> that's 
Can no one hear this? I can't. Oh. Is that the Batman's? Who's that? You must be new. That is Bruce Wayne. And that's James McAvoy. Oh, it is? Wow. <laughs> Mr. Wayne. Clark Kent, Daily Planet. What's your position on the Bat Vigilante in Gotham? I love that little smirk. He knows. He knows who you are. Civil liberties are being trampled on in your city. People living in fear. He thinks he's above the law. That guy looks like Henry Cavill. Daily Planet criticizing those who think they're above the laws. Oh, hypocritical. What'd you say? Considering every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, you read a puff piece editorial about an alien. You could burn the whole place down. Most of the world doesn't share your opinion, Mr. Wayne. Maybe it's Gotham City and me. We just have a bad history with pre-dressed Hi, hello, Lex. It is a pleasure. Ow! Wow! That is a good grip. You should not pick a fight with this person. What is happening there? You know the oldest lie in America, Senator? That power can be innocent. You're gonna go to war. Park Street! That son of a bitch brought the war to us. You know you can't win this. It's suicide. The greatest gladiator match in the history of the world. Son of Krypton versus Bat of Gotham. You're psychotic. That is a three-syllable word for any thought too big for little minds. It's time to learn what it means to be a man. What are those? If I wanted it, you'd be dead already. Oh, I love that line. Man Mercy. Oh God. The devil will do it. What have you done? Here comes the greatest reveal in cinematic history. Oh, She with you? I thought she was with you. I just, I just came. Okay. All right, let's talk about that because we have to. And this, I know this is Band Geek, and we haven't figured it out. That is the Batman v Superman trailer. Yeah, go to uh, Jimmy Kimmel's uh, YouTube page youtube channel and it's it's on there um okay brandy mm. you go first well i don't know any of the backstory i have no idea what muff was shouting the entire time did you see man of steel i, I did i did right okay, yes. i thought yeah yeah i did so how, what'd you think um it was a little explodey and uh <laughs> the the thing i was i was very distracted by the fact that i know that uh Lex Luthor has too much hair. And I know he's supposed to be bald. So, like, really? Honestly, that's what I was thinking about during and the whole trailer. what was that voice? I, I, I'm Lex Luthor. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, look out. Don't start a fight with this guy. Oh, oh this, this guy's a bruiser. Oh, that's it. <laughs> the problem is, before I saw the trailer, I saw Muff's comments about the trailer. So I had way too high expectations for the reveal. I made one reveal. comment about the trailer. That was what you said made it... My, my expectations were way too high. Because... 
whether it's Doomsday or not. I don't know what that means. Okay. That that creature that came out. Oh, it the orc shot something out of its eyes and mouth, and you saw a, like a citywide like like a uh, explosion. And then it's quiet, and you see a shield that has been like heated up so hot, and then you see her head poke out. Amazing. <laughs> Okay. She hasn't said anything yet. That is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Well, okay. Before we really rip it apart, one thing that it should go without saying is that um, obviously this is cobbled together from... Even though it looks like it's giving away a, quite a bit, this is edited together to make this little two-minute thing make sense. That's what they call a sizzle reel. <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't think... Even though it's, I don't it's, think those two things are related to each yeah, other. Yeah, I don't think a lot. Of, I don't time, think a lot but. of the things are related, related to each other. And I think the story, even though a lot of people online have been saying, "Oh, they gave away too much," I, I, I still think we don't understand what the story is yet, and we won't probably until we see it. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think it gave too much away because I still don't know anything what was going on. It was good. It gets you excited about the movie. It's you know, this, this trailer seemed like it was less Batman versus Superman v. It was definitely less. There was less V. It was like they were more together. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think. I think because because they also put in Lex Luthor in there. Yeah. Well, once again, against them, I think that this is people caving to all the negative social media comments, being like, "Hey, they're not supposed to fight. They're super friends." You know what I mean? So they're showing no. At the end of the movie, they have to. Work together, and you know, obviously, who didn't fucking know that was going to happen? Yeah, right. but in I Dawn mean, of a, Justice, it's a title. <laughs> uh, yeah, but th- yeah. thirty years ago, in in the Dark Knight, they they've been friends for how long, yeah. and they still went to go rip each other apart. That's right. You can do that if it's a friend. You can one day decide you want to have a fight with them. It's fine. Mm. What? Uh, let me ask. Uh, I'm just. I want to stay on Brandy for a second, okay. just because I like hearing Brandy speak. Thank you. Um. So. You've been a Wonder Woman fan for quite some time. Yes. I've never read all the comics from the beginning, and I, I really want to do that one day. Really? Yeah. Most of them are terrible. Yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> like, my friend Kathy got the big compendium. It was like, it's like a hardcover. And I started flipping through it. I'm like, oh, I can't read this. No. <laughs> well, okay. Well, were you a fan of the Linda Carter yes, show? Yes, I was, you know, of that age where it was what I watched after school. Yeah, that show's pretty bad too. I mean, that amazing well, program first, we were watching last weekend. Yes, the first season is is good, and it, and it's very like it's very comic booky and fun. And then like the second season, it was like, whoa, we're in the seventies, and that's all the plot is. And it's I didn't even I didn't think I watched the third season since Your I was a mom. kid. Yes, Wonder Woman is actually my Linda Carter is my real mom. Oh. I don't know if everyone knew that. My dad was obsessed with Linda Carter, so I for some reason thought she was actually my real mother growing up. <laughs> All the world is waiting for you. <laughs> we and did the this. You possess. What's the next line? Fighting for your love. Stop a war with love. Oh no! Wait, uh, no, it was the uh, make a hawk a dove. Yeah. Stop a war with love. <laughs> Make a hawk a dove. So, yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman! So when that comes out, we have to do the Wonder Woman theme? Wait, and, and, oh, yeah. Fighting for your rights in her satin tights. The old red, white, and blue. They changed it for the second season, right? Yeah. Yeah. With your bell-bottom pants. And your disco dance. Women can do any job a man can do. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, so are you excited about seeing Wonder Woman uh, represented on the big screen? I am super excited. As am I. Uh, obviously, I have Wonder Woman uh, everything. Yes. Uh, so I am very excited about that. Um, I was a little taken by some of the uh, – a little thrown off by some of the casting choices. Um, first of all, you know, Ben Affleck, everybody was like, what the hell? But that vo- – he crushed that trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no no flies on him on that trailer. You can't. He's flawless. His 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 douchey like billionaire guy is very much like Kevin Conroy in the animated series. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, Lex, you know, oh, uh, we don't, you know, he's just very like he's a douchebag. And I'm like, okay, that's great. Um, you can tell, and, and you can tell he's seen some stuff. He's seen oh, shit. He's seen <laughs> some shit. And his, I like his Batman voice very much. I'm glad they're, they're doing what they do on Arrow. It's the voice modulator, which is I'm fine with. Yep. Um, Henry Cavill, I liked him in Man of Steel, and I have a feeling I'm going to like him in this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Jesse Eisenberg, I, I'm not going to judge yet. I just want to see where they're going with it's this. It's hard to yeah. tell from that stuff, yeah. Like, maybe there's a reason he's an oh boy! old-timey, uh, <laughs> chummy sort of character. Well, you know, like a Batman C. <laughs> Oh, the Bat of Gotham! <laughs> but, uh, and... Unless that's, like, the, the big thing that we're introduced to him like that, and then he just, like, turns into, like, the darkest character ever. Yeah. Well, I think, obviously, prolonged, like, kryptonite exposure is going to give him some sort of illness that right. makes his hair <laughs> fall out. and, and... It's not going to be like Gene Hackman, where it's like, who is that? Lex Luthor! And then he rips <laughs> off his wig. The greatest <laughs> criminal mind of our time! <laughs> uh, so... I'm going. You know. Okay. Look, I'm gonna be excited about a trailer. I, I'm probably a little less excited about this trailer than I was about the first one because the the first one had a bit more of a of the tone I've been looking for in this movie. Uh, this one was a little less of that, but I'm still excited. I'm st- obviously I'm still going. Obviously, everybody's gonna go yeah, see this. I, I had an argument with somebody online. They said, "Oh, I'm not going to see that movie now." I'm yeah, like, you are. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah. This is gonna be. This is gonna be. Look, Star Wars is coming out in two weeks. This is Batman vs Superman is going to be fucking huge. Yeah. Even like two months after, even even while Star Wars is still in the theater, that's gonna do very well. That movie, I think. Um, but the thing I most wait, when does it come out? March. Oh. Um, the yeah. thing I'm, and we get to see it a week early. Oh, we do. What? Well, we'll, we'll see. Oh, if wait, that's we'll real. see if that actually happens. We went what? to go. We went to go see um, an IMAX oh, that's right. screening of just the trailer. Oh, I remember that. We drove like forty-five minutes to watch a trailer <laughs> twice, and uh, and, and because we passes. did that, we got like supposedly we put our emails in and we got promised like advanced screening. Have you gotten any emails? No, no, probably after the new year though. Mm. We'll see. I'm gonna call the theater. Like, hey! after the new of course year. you are. Yes. Um, excuse me. I believe that. Hi. Um. So, the thing I'm most looking forward to is is seeing uh what gal gadot does with wonder woman uh obviously from a physical standpoint she's not a jacked busty you know monster of a woman but and amazon yeah i feel like i feel like because i I just can't wait to hear her talk is on wonder woman with that israeli accent Mm -hmm. i think that's gonna really sell it for people have we we haven't heard any of that yet right i've heard her speak she has like a really cool she might cover that up when she's wonder woman she sounds like girl zohan oh girl (laughs) (laughs) zohan 
Does she fight with hummus? Yeah, I with make hummus. a silky smooth. <laughs> a silky smooth, Mr. Paul Mitchell. So we don't yeah, even she's know. not Diana Prince. So in this no movie. one, she's no one's her. Scrappy <laughs> Coco. So we don't know if she's gonna have that accent. I, I'm guessing she Just does. Just because you want it, Richie, doesn't mean I it's gonna it happen. So <laughs> Mr. Batman, come over here. <laughs> Mr. My, Batman, my friend, <laughs> my friend. Mr. Batman, my friend, come over here. Sunny my friend, God, I have battering for you. I have battering. I have a good guy who. <laughs> good guy, good guy. He has a Sony guts in his battering. <laughs> It's good, it's good. Your Bratmobile is good. This is better. It's, 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 it's like a Prius. It's like a Prius, yes. It's, a, it's hybrid. It do, you, do you have a soda stream in your house? <laughs> <laughs> Way to be topical. Uh, all right, so we're going to wind it down, but one thing... One thing Isn't soda complicated and buying it at the store is the worst? <laughs> is this you? Oh, make it at home. Shut up. That's my favorite part of ever of life is infomer- is the problem people have in infomercials doing well, everything. It's, it's the shots in black and white. There's a s- and they're so frazzled. There's a there's a Reddit or a subreddit that has just gifs of of, of like all of those. What? Yeah, I'm gonna show it to you. Send it to me immediately. Um, Sorry. One last thing I want to mention. Um, we lost a, a real uh, rock star. This week, uh, Scott Weiland passed away, and I uh, just want to talk about that because uh, I was in junior high school when the Stone Temple Pilots came out, so I was the perfect age to be impacted oh, yeah. by that. And let me tell you, when I was in junior high, uh, Jared, you knew me in junior mm-hmm. high. We went to junior high together. Um, I was really into the Beatles and didn't really care for uh, contemporary music, but when I heard Stone Temple Pilots, that I was, I was in. Because out of all the bands of that era, I, and listen, I love Soundgarden too, but the harmony in those, the, the chord progressions in those songs, and the way he just laid right into those you know, melodies, I was totally into it. I, I love Stone Temple Pilots. I never got to see them, but Brandy, you saw them, right? I did. I saw what? them at the garden. Really? It sounded pretty terrible. But I mean, <laughs> they were good, but where I was sitting was, was pretty awful. Were but- they the only uh, band? They were, I mean, they were headlining. I don't know who the opener was. Oh. Uh, Sorry. But, like, for example, like, Stone Temple Pilots, they have... That's a chord. They have an E-flat major seventh chord in a hard rock song. <laughs> Where are you going for tomorrow? And, of course, all of us tried to sing, like... Scott Weiland when we were kids. Yep. I mean, all of us could sing like Eddie Vedder. We would just get a fan and we would sing it. <laughs> you know, we would get that sound. But um, but everybody would go, that's... Where are you going for yeah. tomorrow? Yeah. Where are you going with the mask of frown? <laughs> yeah, we would, we'd all try to do it and we were all terrible. And that uh, snare drum. Oh, yeah. Uh... That snare drum, though, Phil. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> encourage him. Uh, so, I mean, a lot but... of great songs. And then he had... Velvet Revolver, which was another huge band, and um, he actually did a project with uh, former band geek guest Bumblefoot. Wow. They did that group right. Art of Anarchy. So he definitely left behind a legacy of wonderful music, uh, music that I loved. You know, when I was age appropriate to hear it, and <laughs> I still love it. You know, well, you know what the funny thing is? Like, I feel like those songs are are um, are standards. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we have rock standards, and like right. you know, when you play a bar gig, and you know, 
Like everybody knows to, to jump in with that. Right. Do you know uh, what it is? It's a well, yeah. You were you don't drink at all, but there are certain songs that you sing when you're drunk, and like everyone wants to belt that out when they're drink, 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 drinking, drunk. When they drank, I drank. When they're drink, drinking. But I think that there's definitely it. There's definitely something like about sing along songs. Yeah, even if you you can't there's jukebox songs. All right, fine. Which is not a bad thing. Yeah. It's just like no, no, it's the same thing. What? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I fell asleep for a little bit. Oh. Um, should we try? To, should I try to sing one really quick? Yes. Do you want to record one? Wait, we have someone on here. Do you want a drum? Do it. Do well, um, do it like acoustic style. Okay. Um, so I guess me and Anne Marie, me and Anne Marie, who's not here, me and Andy. Oh, you just missed. Oh, that's a terrible, terrible mistake to make. <laughs> I love Andy too. You so. loved Andy first. <laughs> I loved him first. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Andy are gonna do a song, and we'll have Phil on bass, and uh, we're gonna do a uh, acoustical version of a uh, acousticized version of my favorite uh, STP song, Interstate Love Song, which is a song I always fuck up. So you know, naturally, I'm gonna do this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I should probably count you in. Do you have a little percussions? A little percussions? The tinker bells and the percussions? Alright, one, two, Only yesterday you lied. 
Thank you for listening to Band Geek. I'm Richie Castellano. Joining me is my co-host, Jared Pressman. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Nobody applauded for that song. Yay! Andy Ascalis on the on the percussions and the uh, speakings. <laughs> Woo! Brandy Metaxas, our own Wonder Woman. Oh, now I love you even more. <laughs> Phil Castellano giving us vibe and essence. Sup? <laughs> I'm Richie Castellano. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time.